I was 24 years old and my W-2 said $174,000, right? To some people, that's not a lot of money. To some people, that's a ton of money. To me at that time, yeah. I mean, that was a ton of a money, ton. right? I mean, yeah. and that went just straight to my Nelson, welcome to the David Nurse Show and the special edition sessions. Graham, we're just going to dive on into it. We've known each other for a long time, and I'm yep. blessed to call you a very good friend, great friend. But you had a moment in your life when you were at rock bottom, deepest, yeah. darkest moment in your life. Can you talk us through what was going on, how you felt, how you got there, and then we'll, we'll work it out for the audience of how you overcame that and are living an amazing, thriving life today. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I think these are, these are really cool for, for people to hear and, um, and the guests that, that you have on to kind of show their you know, vulnerability and that sort of thing. So I appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. And so like my story is I, I, I tell people when I talk about this is um, everyone has their own basement, right? And what I mean by that is like some people's basements are really low, meaning they need to have something very drastic in their life has to happen to them for their for them to make a change, right? They get arrested, cause an accident, um, mm. a partner leaves them, you know, something like that, something that's like super yeah. life changing. Yep. Whereas other people are able to to recognize it a little bit earlier. Um, than something kind of horrific happening and, and able to make a change. Luckily for me, um, my basement wasn't something horrific happening, right? You could see something horrific coming or something bad coming, but I was able to make a change before that. Now, as I've dissected this over the past few years, um, I've found that the reason... I kind of got to this very low point with depression and anxiety, which led to me, um, you know, drinking alcohol too much and that becoming um, a, a problem was really is like, I was living a life with just zero purpose. Like I had no purpose to it. I was really just kind of floating along. Um, you know, I, I, I was an athlete in college and when that was done, I, I really had no direction. I had no focus. I had, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. So I just followed the path of what I thought was the right path to do. Went out, got a job, um, and became relatively successful at that job um, pr pretty early on. And yep. what I mean by successful at that point in my career was financially successful, right? I mean, I was, and David, you heard me tell this story a little bit before, but I was 24 years old and my W-2 said $174,000. Right. To some people, that's not a lot of money. To some people, that's a ton of money. To me at that time, yeah. I mean, that was a ton of a money. Ton. Right. I mean, yeah. that is like light, especially when you're 24 and like life changing, do whatever. And I took, and that went just straight to my head, not necessarily from like an ego standpoint, but all I wanted more because I wanted to show everyone mm. that I was successful. And I put that in sure. air quotes. 
I wanted the world to see that, hey, I can drive a nice car. I have a cool car. So as a mindset coach to top NBA performers, CEOs, Hollywood actors, and just high performers of all level, the, the main thing that these top performers have to be is locked in mentally and locked in physically. Now, I've dealt with a lot of optimization products that have done one or the other, but I've never had something that does both of these. Mental acuity and physical domination, and that is GoExec. GoExec is built differently. So are you, so am I. Scientifically backed, GoExec has carefully formulated a product that supports ATP production, mitochondrial biogenesis, improves blood flow, and protects your cells from oxidative stress leading to cellular aging. The results in increased mental clarity, sustained energy, and delayed cellular aging, GoExec has become my go-to, and here's why. Let me tell you about this thing called BioPQQ. Nobody is using this. This is a booster of energy, endurance, longevity. BioPQQ has scientifically been shown to slow the aging process. Isn't that what we're all trying to do is stay young, slower the aging process, increase energy levels. Yeah, I'll take that and improve cognition function. Why wouldn't you want to have higher cognitive firing brain synapses? It won the Ingrinda Editor's Choice Awards for Ingredient with the Best Science. The Ingredient with the Best Science. Yeah, it works. Mind and body. Go exec. Go get it. I use it when I step on stage to speak, when I get behind the mic and I podcast. Go exec is my go-to. Condo. Um... I'm a member at X country club. Like that's what I wanted. Cause I thought that's what other people wanted. And I thought that's what other people wanted to see from me. Um, and it was so naive and so young. And all that did is ultimately it led to me really being only focusing on that. And what I started to see is I just started making less and less and less and less money. Right. Um, and again, like money's all relative. It's not, I'm not here to talk about money, but like I was less quote unquote successful um, over time because I was doing it for the wrong things. And this led me to truly like bottoming out at this point, I'd become, I, I really didn't like my job. I didn't like who the person I'd become. I was drinking way, way, way too much to the point that I started affecting my family. Um, and what, what happened is my, uh, my wife and I essentially had a conversation. She's like, Hey man, you, you've got to get this fixed. You've got to get this under wraps. You have to, you know, it's, it's impacting our family. And at that time we had a one-year-old boy and um, so I decided to make a change. I went and got some help. We figured it out. And I realized like, hey, there is a purpose here. No one cares about how much money I make. No one cares about the car I drive. No one cares about any of that stuff. And I started living a life with a mission of supporting my family, with a mission of being a great dad, with being a great husband. And that's what I was living for every day. And I didn't have to identify myself with my job. Right. My yeah. job wasn't who I was. Yeah. And for a period of time, that's what it was. And so that's kind of a long winded way of explaining like what got yeah. me there was worrying about what other people thought it was worrying about the ego of it all. Um, and it drove me into this deep state of, of really depression and high anxiety that I tried to fix with, you know, um, alcohol, quite frankly. And uh, thank God I've, I've gotten out of it. Well, that's fascinating, man, and, and amazing congratulations for you for getting out of it and having that awareness and taking the right steps towards it. But let's unpack it a little bit as humans, we seek 
validation. It's just something we seek. We seek validation. We seek identity. That's why people have identified with different tribes throughout the years. And it's just something that in our human innate nature that we want. Why do you think it was that you were seeking your validation in worldly things that did you think that it was going to bring you fulfillment? Did you think of this, okay, look at Graham making money, being a part of this club. Did you think that was going to bring you joy? Is that what the, is that what I guess the, the inclination was? Um, I think at the time it was a, um, like, if this happens, I will be happy. If I make ah. X amount of dollars, I will be happy. If I get this title, I will be happy, right? Um, in like, obviously, we all know that's as you grow older and wiser and experience, you understand that that's not the case at all. But I think if I could go back and look at it, that is probably where my mindset was. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, you're right. We all we all say we know that, but it's still something that tugs at us that we want to feel that. And like we've talked about, it's everything is a relationship with. It's a relationship with your success. It's a relationship with what you're doing with your time, a relationship with your identity. There's no like, I'm going to be happy when I make it here. And did it take you to that point of that conversation? Was that the snapshot moment with your wife? Was that the trigger that was like, okay, I'm not living the right way. Now I need to make a change of where do I find my validation? Do I find it in myself? and the world tell me how great I am? Or do I find it in my kids and my family and serving for a bigger purpose? I looked up some stats on this. Check this out. This is incredible. 31% of adults worldwide have more confidence based on clear skin. 31, that's almost one third of people like, hey, you got clear skin, you're more confident. Get this, better looking people, meaning I'm just the term the clear skin as we're putting that with, earn 12% more financially over their lifetime. 12% more, that, that literally could be millions of dollars. You are investing a lot into the lab, into the science, into yeah. the research. It is so far a no brainer why anybody would try, would use anything else other than one skin. Like, is there any, is there anything like you can even think of that makes sense? Like I'm trying to, and I can't. I wanna say out of the kindness of your guys' heart, you are providing for our listeners a special pricing code, which will be in the show notes. So look in the show notes to try out one skin for yourself. I strongly recommend to subscribe to our newsletter. We wanna empower everyone because we know that the choices that we are making today will definitely impact how you're, oh. you know, are gonna age tomorrow. You know, um, yeah, that, that was probably it. Like I had known for a long time, you can feel yourself sliding backward. Like you feel yourself digging and digging yeah. a hole, right? I mean, it's just, um, it's just the way it is. But when someone, not just someone, you know, the person you care most about in the world says like, Hey, look, you got to make a change. Like either you're going to make a change or change is going to happen to you one way or the other. Right. And so right. you can either decide to make that change or that person in your life is going to do something that changes your life. So I made a decision how, and like, go ahead. But yeah, but how do you accept that? I feel like a lot of people, you know what, their wife will say, hey, you got to change or their significant other will say, you got to make a change. But how do you actually accept that? Because there's there's a big part of it that is is dying to your own self and dying to your own needs. Yep. How, can, you, yep. can you recall or walk us through like, 
what what went through that process of because it's hard even in an argument it's hard to admit that we're wrong in the moment yeah yeah so i went and um got some talked to uh, an individual who had been through a similar situation and he basically mm-hmm. laid it out he's like man what i want you to do is just go right down like all the transgressions you've made all the lies you've told um to other people to yourself um all of those things and essentially like look in the mirror and look at all the crappy stuff that you have done right and until you are able to because it is very very hard but until you are able to do an exercise like that where you can actually see it where it's written out on paper um and get yourself to a very very vulnerable point with yourself right not with other people with yourself you have a 0% chance of accepting anything that, that, that you've done wrong. You'll become defensive. You'll hurt it. So you have to allow yourself to get to a point by bringing up specific examples of what's happened. Um, and I did that. I like that. And it, changed, it, it absolutely changed my life, man. Like I was able to do it. Um, you know, and I, and I know it's, that's part of the thing that that's a part of, you know, a number of different programs, you know, like AA or, or things like that. But um, it is, it's an absolute tool to get, make sure you get yourself to a vulnerable place with yourself, because if you're not vulnerable with yourself, you'll never be vulnerable with anybody else ever. Um, and so that's, that's what I did. And that's kind of what grounded me to say, all right, we're going to build up from here. We're going to build up from ground zero um, and go from there. And you learn to accept what, you know, what has happened before you don't, because at that point, I'm kind of talking myself into an answer here. So it's a really good question. At that point, <laughs> you're not, um, you're not climbing out of a hole, so to speak, you get yourself yeah. out of that hole and you're just starting from the ground. Whereas if you're not, if you don't allow yourself to be like, in a vulnerable state, vulnerable state and accept who you are, you're going to keep having to climb out of that hole and climb, climbing out of a hole is way harder than building from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And, and I think you hit on a really important point. Well, I know you did of obviously the awareness and the acceptance something we have to come to terms with, but you took action, detailed action towards it. You found Mm -hmm. somebody who had been through it before. I think that's very, very key. We often think what we're going through, we're alone. No one else is feeling this way. No one's ever felt like that. That's the biggest lie. Somebody probably right next door to you is feeling the same way. Somebody seek somebody who has been through it before. And then you wrote down every single one. You probably wrote pages and pages of that. But that's a way mm-hmm. of taking what is holding your mind back, holding yourself back and releasing it. It's the action of release. And I'm sure that was a, I mean, that's a step and probably a, you know, a weight off your shoulder. But do you attribute like those two steps to being two of the most important things that helped you go from shifting your identity and purpose from self to others? 100%. I mean, it's the, those are the most important things. Cause it's like, that is like I mentioned, that is the groundwork. That is the, um, the base of what you build everything on, at least for me, right. That, that's the base that I built everything on. Um, and so, and I still do that to this day. Like if there's times that I'm struggling or going through a difficult part, like I'll, I'll write down like, Hey man, like at work or wherever I'll yep. write down some things like, Hey, where did I screw up? Where did I mess up? Can I own this? Can, can this be, can this be my fault in, in some way? If it is cool. Like, all right, then we, accept it and move on um or you know or apologize or do whatever you need to do but it's a tool that can continue you can continue to use to make sure you, you are just grounding yourself in that place of like here's a person that i am here's the transgressions that i made let's move forward from here 
Yeah, and how do you continue to move forward? So as you said, you got to the ground level. Now you're taking these daily steps, and obviously it's taken time, but I'm sure you've implemented some habits in your day or your weekly routines that is a reflection on, hey, how am I doing? Am I still on track for the person that I have committed to my family to be, or am I going back more towards the person that I was? Because there's there's ultimately two ends of the spectrum. On the left side, the far left side, this is complete egotistical. This is all about yourself. On the right side, it is your full alignment with who you're created to be in service mode to others. And it's a constant battle. It's a societal pull that brings us to the left side, to the ego, but it's a daily battle that we have to take towards the right side. So what have you implemented that have helped you stay closer to that right side? Um, it's much easier when you help other people do it, right? You hear other people who are going through it and you, nice, um, nice. right? Cause it essentially makes you reevaluate if you're, if you're straying, if you're going to one side, going, going to the wrong side a little bit, if you go and learn for some, you know, talk to someone else who's going through similar challenges, you're like, Oh, yep. I was there. Let's, let's pull ourselves back a little bit. Let's ground ourselves again. Um, and the other thing that I do is I am just fully focused on the now, Like right? You hear people say, be where your feet are, be right here. Like I just control what I can control right here. The decisions that I make right here and in each individual day on each individual hour. Um, you know, sometimes it's great. Other times it's not as good. Um, but that's all I focus on. I don't worry about the future. That stuff's going to take care of itself as long as you're putting in the work now. Whereas before I was always concerned about what's going to happen a year from now, six years from now, whatever, um, whatever it looked like. I'm just, I'm just here on a day-to-day basis, man, just trying to do the right thing. Enjoying the journey, the daily journey, the good, the bad, the indifferent, it's all a journey. So what would you tell somebody right now listening to this podcast that's like, okay, whatever, sure, Graham, I hear you, but I want to reach this level on the corporate ladder. I want to reach this level of success. What would you tell that person to shift their mind so they don't have to go down the same path that you went down? So maybe my favorite topic in the world. Um, <laughs> and David, you, you've known me long enough that if someone asked me that question, I would like probably punch them in the face back verbally, right? Uh, like with, with a number of questions. Um, my first question would be why? Why do you want that? Nice. Right? And if their answer is something along the lines that has like a vanity aspect to it, or they're, they're going to find joy. Um, I would continue to push that. Why do you think you're going to find joy in that? Like, what is it going to bring you? What value is that going to bring you to your family? And they might have like a very, very, very good answer to that. Right. But the point is, is you better have a really good answer to that. So if someone says, Hey, I want to be, I want to be the next CEO of, X company, pick it, doesn't matter. And you tell them why. And their answer is along the lines of like, I legitimately think that this can change the world because of A, B, C, D, E, and F. And I see it impacting all of these people for good. And you have a legitimate reason, like go for it, right? Work your tail off and absolutely go for it. But if someone starts talking about money, fame, power, all of those things, they're going to fail. They just will fail and they'll be miserable along the way. Man, that's good. That is, I, I love that your answer was ask them why, and not just one why, but the layers of why to yep. really get down to the point of the actual true meaning of it and how the lens has to point. It, 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 it always has to point to a bigger purpose and a bigger reason than yourself. It just never, 
I, I don't think I've ever been around anybody who has said, hey, I just want to be famous and has been innately, truthfully, honestly joyful. It just it doesn't happen, All, although it's a very shiny allure, but it never is the fulfillment. Yeah. I mean, it, again, like, you know, when people say find your why, I think it can go deeper than that. Right. You talk about when someone says, hey, what's your why? Like, well, my why to get out of bed and exercise in the morning is so like I can just be relatively healthy. Right. But like, what's your and you and I've talked about this all the time, but like, what's your mission? Right. I can come up with a why for anything. All a why is to me is like just an explanation. But a mission is something like you can get absolutely behind and driven by and that drives you every day whereas your why pulls you out of bed your mission kind of drives you out of bed if that makes sense oh oh say that again your why pulls you out of bed your mission drives you out of bed i've never heard that said i actually really really like that if you're on mission you rock it you just made that up i just made it up yeah oh dropping the mic you rock it out of bed if you're on a mission (laughs) But if you don't, if you just, you just have to be yanked. You have to be pulled. You're continuing to hit that snooze yeah. button. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Look at you. Look at you. Graham, you, you, Nelson, you let that's me talk amazing. For, yeah, you let me talk for 20 minutes. I say one, one smart thing. <laughs> you, give, you give me enough at bats, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a hit here. All right? <laughs> From a baseball player saying it. No, Graham, I thought you've just brought tremendous value you have to anybody listening to this where is your mission what are you filtering your decisions daily through is it going to be for others or is it going to be for yourself and you are a living walking example of how you can go one way but change your direction change your compass and have a thriving family life in the correct way so graham and hope so man. thank you for coming on amazing session with you brother i appreciate it dude.